Welcome to the Love is Kind podcast, where mother and daughter, Rosie and Sunny, have united their passions to create a supportive and compassionate community, empowering women to lead their lives, reclaim their voices, live with confidence and courage, and create the joyful, productive, and prosperous life that they deserve. Now here's your hosts, Rosie and Sunny. Hello, my friends. I am so thrilled that you are with me today, and I'm just so excited to be here. I'm Rosie. I'm just by myself today. My daughter's taking a break, and she'll be doing some of her own. Sometimes we'll be doing them together. Sometimes we'll be doing them separately, and sometimes we'll have a guest. So it's, you'll, you'll never know. It's always a big surprise. And today, on this journey of freedom and empowerment and confidence and really reclaiming your voice, which has been a big journey for me. We're still writing our memoir, 11 Hours to Freedom, and we have learned so much, so much during that journey besides our own work of just healing and coming to terms with this thing called abuse. And I have always been, and I didn't really realize that until I was doing all of these, you know, my business and everything else that I'm really a forward looking person. And I just, okay, you know, like I'll make a mistake. It's like, okay, time to correct if it's, you know, it's not the right thing, you know, whether it's a failed marriage or, or whatever it is that I've got myself into. But I just so believe in this life that's been given to us. And yeah, some of us have had it better than others. Some of us have had it worse than others. And But still, it's a life that's been given to you and you can still make it what you want. And I'm a big believer in that. If I think back to how I was even 10 years ago, I mean, 10 years ago, I was still in the depths of being abused, of just being ripped up one side and down the other and just feeling like I, I can't live. I just can't, can't, can't do it. I just can't. It was all can't, can't, can't. And yet there was always a little part of me that was saying, yeah, life's worth living. Life's worth living. Sometimes that voice wasn't loud enough, but it was loud enough to project me and propel me forward and to help my daughter and I get out. I mean, that was the energy behind everything. And so as I go through this journey, as I work with my clients and help them reclaim their voice, their confidence, their courage, and everything that's sort of like eating at this under layer of you, I've just, I'm just so excited to be able to share what I've been learning with you to help you get that, that maybe that one step that you need. And we'll be doing this every week as we continue on this podcast. And today I want to talk about self-care. And I'll be the first to admit that this has been a super big challenge for me to really take care of myself in a really loving, kind way. And this is called the Love is Kind podcast. And we have the Love is Kind network. And truly, we need to teach others how we want to be treated, but man, we really need to learn how to treat ourselves with kindness. And this is what this is all about today is really learning how to treat yourself with kindness. And I'm going to add without guilt because that's such a big thing for me. When I do things for myself, it's not feeling guilty. And to know 
that this is for your greater good. That when you do take care of yourself, you're not only helping yourself, but you're helping everyone who comes in touch with you. So just imagine, just imagine you're just walking down the street with a sour face and you just, you look grumpy because you kind of feel that way. And then everyone looks at you and they pick up that negative energy from you. They're just like, oh my gosh, you know, they don't know. And they may start making stories about you. They may not think two seconds about you, but they will feel that negative energy as you're just walking down the street. Or even if you're on the phone, they can't see you, but they'll feel the, the negative energy that you're carrying, all this stuff. And it's like, wow. So not only you bring yourself down, you're bringing others down with you. So I want to share with you a few you know, self-care techniques that I use and, and other ones that I don't use because it's a long list and we can't use everything all the time, but we can rotate through them. And know that you have been probably beat up enough by somebody else, whether it was your parent or a partner or, or a boss, whoever it was. And it's like, gosh, you just don't need to do that to yourself. So I want you to tell yourself, you know, just stop that. Stop putting yourself down. Stop saying you're not worthy. And what you can do instead is write something for which you're grateful. Now, people will say, oh, it's like, you know, I tell you when I first heard like, oh, write a gratitude journal. You'll feel better. You know, it's like, really? I don't think so. You know, I had all these negative things. Um, but what it does, and you don't have to write all these grandiose things. Sometimes you'll say, you know, I'm grateful that I've got food on my table. I'm grateful that I've got electricity today because when I lived overseas in the Middle East, and you'll hear more about that in our memoir, 11 Hours to Freedom, you know, there were many days, I mean, many days where we didn't have electricity for four, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, so I cooked many times by candlelight. My daughter had a study by candlelight. Sometimes we had backup electricity. Sometimes we didn't because it didn't work. So you know, little things such as electricity, you know, I really am grateful for. But what that does when you write something that for which you are grateful, it just kind of pulls you out a little bit. And sometimes you have to do a big stretch because when you're feeling so like nothing is going right, maybe you're still living in an abusive situation, or maybe you've just gotten out recently. Maybe you're going through the divorce. Maybe you've been out and you're still like just struggling to feel confident and to feel your true self. It's like, why should I be grateful? You know, nothing's going my way. And that's a story that you're making up. And we're not going to go into that right now, but that is a story. And it's kind of an easy story that you've gotten yourself into. So I want to challenge you to start listening to these stories. And you may not recognize them as stories. You may just think, well, well, Rosie, you don't know. This is the truth for me. But this is the truth that you've made up for yourself. So let's get back to gratitude. <laughs> let's get back to gratitude and write in your gratitude journal. Now, some people say, write first thing in the morning. You know, you're grateful for this day to come. And if that speaks to you, then write in the morning. And you don't have to write 10 pages. You don't have to write 10 things. You can write one thing, but make it sincere. Just make it real. Just make it real, okay? And sometimes you kind of have to you know, stretch yourself on this. And that's what I want you to do. Especially if you're not used to writing a gratitude journal, get it, get a book, get a booklet that it's only for that. And then you kind of know where to go to write these words, these words down. So it could be, I'm, you're grateful for the morning. 
for waking up in the morning. And another part of you may be saying, I'm not grateful for this morning. I don't like my life. And, and you may go on and that, but we don't want you to go down that tangent. Just stay on that. Even if it's just for a minute or two, at least you'll have that moment that, wow, I do. I do have that. You know, I can breathe. I can see, I can hear. Sometimes we just need to go down to the basics. And this is not about, I'm, I'm so much better than somebody else. And, you know, you know, their situation is so much worse. I, I really don't want you to get into a comparison game. It's easy to, to fall into that trap for a lot of different reasons. But I want you to just focus on you. That, what you're grateful for in your life right this moment. Your shoes fit. You've got a new pair of shoes. Or maybe you just have a, a favorite pair of shoes and you're going to wear them today. You know, you're glad there's some food in the refrigerator. You're glad you have a computer. You're glad you have a phone. You're glad that, grateful that, you know, you do have people in your life that really care about you. And maybe that's like, oh, you know, maybe I should reach out to them and say hello. So gratitude is just to kind of get you out of yourself and into, out of the woes that you're, you're so used to, to talking to yourself. Because remember what I said in the beginning, love is kind is, is about being kind to yourself. And we have to start changing up our vocabulary of how we talk to ourselves, how we behave with ourselves. Other things, you know, you might want to get into, maybe do a little bit of meditation to maybe get you into the mood for gratitude. Now, what fits me, I mean, I mix it up, but usually what works for me is I sit down in bed before I go to sleep and just kind of reflect on some of the things that I was grateful for that happened that day. So I don't have a long-term look at anything. I just like you know, what was it? Or somebody, maybe a person. I have a tendency to focus on people who, you know, for whom I'm so grateful because they made such an impact on my life or they're still making an impact on my life. And, and it doesn't matter if it's the same person. You know, there are no rules. I don't want you to get stuck in all these rules because I've listened to a lot of these gratitude things and, oh, and don't say the, the same thing for, you know, say a different thing for every day for the next 30 days and don't repeat and, and make sure you're, you know, do it first thing in the morning. And gosh, I'm all for routine. I'm all for consistency, but I wanted to make sure that it works for you and that you can really tap into it. My daughter, you know, she talks about gratitude. I mean, she'll have a really beautiful flowery book and it's like flowery books just don't work for me. It works for her. You know, I just like something plain and simple, but that feels good for me. Maybe some days I'll, I'll write in the morning. And maybe I won't write every day. I'm not going to lie that I write every single day because sometimes I'm not home and I don't bring my journal when I travel. I, I don't know. I just have this fear I might lose it. So I, it's like I'd rather not write in it than lose it, even though I never have. I don't know. I'm just Again, this is a story. I make up my mind why I can't bring my journal with me. And maybe I should just change that. <laughs> so, but just start with that. So what else can you do to start being a little bit of self-care for yourself. You know, what can it feel like for you? And, you know, as we go through this, this whole journey together, freedom and empowerment and looking forward, right? It's looking forward on things that we can do. And it's not just about all of the, the mental challenges that we have. And I'll be sharing some of mine with you and some of that I've gone through, some that I've healed from, some that are still challenges, but really being mentally healthy, thinking of mentally healthy is not so much the absence of bad mental health, but truly it's that 
being mentally healthy is having really good positive characteristics of good mental health. And these are some of the things I'm going to be teaching you, right? And to cultivate them, you know, to strengthen that muscle, like anything, self-care included, we've got to practice it, my dear friends. We really need to practice it. And if it's a stretch for you, good, make it a stretch for you because it's a stretch for me. Sometimes it could be sitting down and uh, reading a good book or magazine. Sometimes it might be just, you know what, getting up from wherever you are and going outside and taking a walk wherever, you know, maybe it's in the neighborhood or maybe it's to a park or to the beach or in the mountains or on the trails or it could be a short walk of 15 minutes. It could be a half an hour. It can be an hour. Just so you're changing your environment and you're just looking around and observing and feeling gratitude for what you see, the trees, the blue sky, maybe hearing the birds chirp. It's starting to ground you literally into your life at this moment. And I would say the more charged your life is, the more emotionally charged your life is, the more you need to get outside and in touch with nature. And maybe sometimes it's sitting on your front step and maybe it's putting a flower in your hand and looking at the leaves and just looking at the leaves and the flowers and the petals and just breathing slowly and just being, it's just you and that flower for maybe five minutes. That's all there is. There's nothing else in the world until you're at that moment. It feels good. It feels really good. Another good one. I think maybe the younger you are, this might be more of a challenge is getting off Facebook. You know, Facebook can be really great to be connected, but it can also be really horrible. It's like, you know, as you read about everyone else's great life and everything seems so fantastic and you're just in misery. It's like, yuck. I don't want to do that. So get away from things that you know you know, you have a tendency to really get upset about, or you know that they're going to charge you emotionally. Okay. This is again, training yourself. If you know something is bothering you or is going to bother you, it's going to upset you, then don't engage in that particular activity or with that particular person, right? Now you may have to, you know, we can address that later, but to the extent that you can fill that time with somebody who makes you happy, who fills you, call a friend and you don't have to call a friend to complain. Just call a friend to do your regular chit chat. And as you do your regular chit chat about their children or their life or their school or whatever it is that they're doing, their yard, their house, something they cooked, everyday topics. Having that engagement will lift you up because sometimes, you know, people say, oh, I don't want to call. I don't want to be a burden. First of all, you're not a burden only if you think it. And two, you don't have to tell them about all your woes. Just have a conversation. Can you do that? Okay. Talking about unplug from social media, you can even unplug from your phone (laughs) and your computer, everything everything electronic. That's sometimes hard, but sometimes we, we need the break. You can take a bath or a long shower. If you take a bath, then maybe you can have some candles or some music, soft music playing. You can 
have a favorite magazine or listen to inspiring podcast, all kinds of bells and you know whistles and things that you can do. You can do lots of variations on, on the same theme. Okay. You know, do a detox bath with baking soda and Epsom salts. You can add your own essential oils to it. You know, I'm very sensitive to a certain essential oils, so I, I have only certain ones that I use. But you can make your own or you can buy them, you know, pre-scented. Like I can't use lavender. Lavender is a really common one, but I can't use it. I'm pretty sensitive to that. So what can you do today to really just take care of you? Because when you are kind to yourself, it will calm you down. And when you are calmed down, then you can take on the world in a lot better place. You'll be a little bit stronger. You'll feel a little bit more confident. You'll maybe be able to hear things in a different way. You'll be able to take new actions. So being kind to yourself is not being self-indulgent. It's not being hedonistic, as my ex-husband used to say to me. Whenever I did something for myself, he would say, oh, you're so hedonistic. It was all about me, me, me. So he made me feel guilty for doing things for myself, which is why I have such a challenge to this day. You know, I have to keep working on that, on that belief that I am being selfish by taking care of myself because those are the words he just drove into my brain for decades. So I have to work on that. But I can't just say it. I have to do it. So each time I take that step, each time I say, okay, Rosie, this is the day you're going to take a bath. This is the day you're going to unplug from social media. This is the day you're going to write your gratitude journal. This is the day you are going to take a walk in the park and feel fabulous doing it. Because now, you know what, girl, you've got your freedom and there's no one dictating what you can and can't do. So I want to just leave this with you. You deserve to be treated with kindness. And now just start with yourself. Ask yourself, how can I be kind to myself today? Because we want to get your cup not only full, we want to get your cup overflowing. Have a wonderful day, my friend. You're fantastic. And just keep going. You can do it. You've been listening to the Love is Kind podcast with Rosie and Sunny. We invite you to join in on the conversation and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. For all past episodes and guest bios, please visit theloveiskindnetwork.com. That's T-H-E-L-O-V-E-I-S-K-I-N-D-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com.